This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon along with Jen Downey, and we are talking new life in Christ because we just went through Easter. Yeah. Easter is resurrection. Resurrection is new life, right? So yeah. I just wanted to talk about some of that and that concept of, you know, how you found Christ to be helpful in your life. And we kind of talk Absolutely. about some of those things because it's it's one thing, honestly, like I think there's part of Christianity that's, that's theoretical and theological. And we can talk in theory, yes, a person doesn't have to do bad stuff when you're a Christian. And yes, the Holy Spirit is inside when you're a Christian. But then there's actually living that out yeah. in the day-to-day. And is Christ the main player that he should be in our daily world? I mean, it's easy to celebrate a holiday. I mean, it's yeah. easy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's all come together for Easter. Yeah. Go have a ham dinner. Flowers, music. Black jelly beans, you know, yeah. whole, everything I love oh. about it. <laughs> I have, well, You, see, you can't even see it behind Aaron who's producing the show today. I've got a stack of black jelly beans people have been bringing in. But uh-huh. because it's Lent right now when we're doing the show, I'm not eating candy uh, along oh. with other things. No sweet drinks, no candy. So you're going to have a sour no stomach No Insta after. stories. Yeah, so <laughs> another couple days yet, and I'm, I'm back to eating black jelly beans but yeah so that they're piling up yeah. for me so I, I do like them but it's yeah. easter easy to celebrate a holiday yeah absolutely. walking it out i think is another thing but it says in second corinthians 5 17 therefore if anyone is in christ if you are not assuming everyone is not everyone born on the planet is in christ yeah, no. you could say not everyone that goes to church is in christ but if you are it says this the new creation has come the old is gone the new is here and that's one of the great Simple verses yeah. tucked away neatly in Second Corinthians chapter five. Hey, guess what? The old is gone, the new has come. So, what do you think about that? I, I think that it, it's one that, yeah, really well known, um, and and obviously truthful. Like it's, right. it's in God's word, harder to grasp, and and it's actually one that sometimes I think there's certain scripture vo- verses that um, you know that are meant to empower us and to assure us. Um, but sometimes we can kind of use them as a standard to make us feel a little bit sh- like this is one that I, like I definitely struggled with. It's like, well, wait, I've been, I've been walking with the Lord. I've given him my life, but I don't feel new. Right. You know what I mean? Our, our human nature kind of can default back to that sin, default back to this. And then you've got that like questioning, like, but am I? And it's like this, this is meant to be an assurance. This isn't meant to be a like, oh, no, nope, you didn't do it right. You know, you're still kind of defaulting to sin. It's no, we are made new in Christ and just that reminder, that assurance. I think it's an opportunity, you know, really, I think it's an opportunity verse where, yeah, you are a new creation. Now, whether you walk out of that cell you were stuck in is up to you, whether you walk away from darkness, whether you walk away from your misery, your pouting ways or whatever it is, or impatient ways, that's up to you. You can, and that's the beauty of Christianity. You can, right. It's up. Christianity never erases temptation does not erase that human nature totally. I believe that it it does a great job managing your human nature. I believe if that's the right word for it, it yeah, does a great no, job taming it. Yeah. So there are certain things where, hmm, yeah, I can see myself going, that'd be a bad thing to do. You know, yeah, I can see absolutely. myself doing that bad thing, but I'm not going to because, you know, not only do I have to deal with my wife if I do bad <laughs> things, but then there's also 
God and there's yeah. also accountability in there. And so, yeah, you know that I don't have to do those things. It, to me, it always, there's like a path, you know, Jesus Christ says, yeah. walk the narrow way. There's always like this path in front of you and it always helps you to know what the path is. Absolutely. And that's not a brilliant thing because when I look at our society today and how aimless these oh, people are. Yeah. We embrace it. Like we don't right. like boundaries. Right. We, we are ripping down fences and boundaries and, um, and acting like freedom is a lack of boundaries. And it's not at all the truth. Right. You know, freedom is, you can leave the boundaries, right. but you're choosing to stay within them because that is where the good life is. That right. is where the full and prosperous life. And that is where you thrive. Right. You're choosing to stay inside right. them. And that's what this is. You know, we have God's word, we have God's word and it's, it's this great, you know, playbook yeah, for how to live life and thrive. You get places. Yeah. I want, I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to take a break, right? So I'm going to go to Hocking Hills with Jerry and hike around because it was a cool place, but you know what? I'm not going to say, Oh, I-71 or 77 or whatever one is that heads down towards Columbus. And, and eventually I'm going to get somewhere and head uh, east of that and I'll get to Logan or whatever it's called. And there will be hiking hills. I'm not going to say, oh, those roads are so lame, so narrow. I should be able to drive wherever I want. If I want to drive across the field through woods, I should be able to do it. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, your car's not going to like you. No, you're, gonna you're not. And you're not going to get there. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's a fact. You're yeah. just not going to get to you're where you want to go. There's roads for a reason. I yeah. mean, there's a path for a reason. Yeah. A train is the happiest on the tracks. Yeah. That's how it's built. I'm built to be doing the right we thing. We have no I'm problem not. using our GPSs. I mean, no. I mean, we don't even, I don't know how to get anywhere without it. Like, you know, half no. the time. And so, True. and I feel like this, the secular world, like we, we're not going to argue that the best way to get from point A to point B is to get on your phone and get on right. Waze or get on, you know, Google maps and, and type it in and find out where the, but man, you tell someone to, to get into God's word, to right. get the right, you know, path that they should be taking for the good life and, right. and for, uh, you know, a healthy walk with him and, and right. you're, Hey, you're trying to, you what know, is patterns though? I mean, you're talking about getting the right place without a uh, GPS. There's one place I think you can get to without GPS and that's the church. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Cause you've come here enough times, you know, that yeah, first yeah, time absolutely. when you don't really know the GPS is helpful. Yeah. Once I've been to a, whether it's West side market, mm -hmm. Lakeview cemetery, public oh, yeah. square, yeah, you could go lots of places. There, there are certain <laughs> things, right. I just know where they are. I know yeah. how to get there because I've just gone there so many times. Yeah. I don't need a GPS to get me there anymore because I just know the way. And I really yeah. do think in Christianity that after a while, so when you first come to Christ, there's that, oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell that joke anymore. I'm not going to talk that way anymore. I'm yeah. not going to, oh, I'm going to start going to church. Like, I've never gone to church. You know, that's yeah. a new thing, right? Yeah. You know, so I'm going to be in church. And and at first, yeah, I really need the navigation on this, you know, kind of yeah. get talked through it. But then eventually it becomes a pattern. Yeah. Like, you don't have to read every Bible verse every week to get you to come to church. Yeah. You just know that's where you need You know to that, right, because you've learned that's that. that's that, like, solid food versus soft foods. Like, as right. you're growing maturely, you no longer need to be told constantly, like, nope, don't do that. No, don't right. do that. You just know in your spirit, like, this right. is not, I know God a little bit more. Like, this is not what I should be doing. Some parts of the Ten Commandments, I, I would never have to hear again, and I would behave oh, yeah. myself, because it's so ingrained in me at this point yep. that it's not a matter of you telling me that. It's already inside of me. Yeah. I don't need a GPS to tell me what's inside of me. Yep. The directions I already have in my head, I've already learned. But the beauty of Christianity is it has helped me to put locations on the map that Absolutely. I didn't know 
I wouldn't have known without it. But once I know it and I understand it and I've read Proverbs and I've read these other things and I've kind of come to understand it, then it's a matter of living it out. Yeah. And some of those things, when you're fortunate and you're blessed, they can become a pattern. And this is what I think is a challenge of Christianity, actually. It's still those residuals. It's kind of like when Israel took over the land, but yeah. they didn't really drive all the people out. So there's always like yeah. little pockets of struggle yeah. here and there. And I think in Christianity, yeah, we come to Christ and there's certain big enemies we drive out yeah. and we got those under control. But then there's always pockets, it seems to me, like something God will open up your eyes to and say, huh. Have you ever thought about working on this? Like you should, you should I've heard work those on this. Called, there's, a, there's a book called Respectable Sins. And um, and yeah, those those are like the ones that I find the longer, like I walk with the Lord. There's like those things like, I mean, the actual physical, you know, like adultery or this, or you know, like these are right. like no's. Right. Um, but you know, you realize the more and more you start digging in like, oh, there's this, oh, that's a little prideful or, oh, that's a little, you know, um, that's a little critical, you know, right. just these things that we have kind of in us that, that, that really are not as easily diagnosed, but the closer you get with God, you know, the more spiritually mature you get, those things you start to kind of like see. And I think it's yeah. time too for in Christianity for just the new life, just making time to do the good things. Like sometimes Christianity is not a matter of what I didn't do. Yep. But it's also a matter of what I do. So am I going to pray with my wife? Am I going to make the time to take care of myself? Am I yeah. going to make the time to really read the Bible the way that I want to? Yeah. Right? But you, you don't because see it's such a busy world. at the gym, you know? Right, 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 right. It's, so, it's a busy yeah. world. Yep. Right? So, like, yeah, you, you put yourself in the right places. You know, I, typically, you don't see a lot of people with, with filthy language walking around in the sanctuary on Sunday. Yeah, right. It's just not something. You know, put yourself in the right place. Do the good things. You're going to push out those bad things. Right. Um, there's power in that. There's power being in the presence of God and around believers um, right. in the community. Yeah. But the challenge for me then is to take those remaining areas as a Christian to continue working to be better, whether that's watching what I say or what my tone is when I talk to my wife, that kind of stuff, or Absolutely. adding maybe a little more compassion in there, you know, a little more because I'm not like I read people. I don't know how it is with you and social media. Like I know a lot of people church yeah, and on church and it's like my main page is probably most, I would assume it's mostly on church, but it's just, I see some of these people and the stuff they worry about. And I think to myself, yeah. I wouldn't worry about that one day in my life. But then I think to Jesus Christ and Isaiah 53 and it says he wouldn't even snuff out a smoldering wick. Yeah. I snuff out a smoldering wick and in that, like, without even thinking about yep. it. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't yeah. even, whatever, break a bruised reed or bruise a broken reed yeah. or however it goes. You know, he wouldn't even, you know, the thing's already on his way out. Like, he would be cautious about that. Like, he would be so gentle and meek. So then I think about that stuff, and I'm like, well, Bill, you know, you can't, just because you don't think that way doesn't mean, I mean, some of these other people are way more sensitive than you are about certain things. Yeah, absolutely. And respect it. Because look at the Bible itself. And then you can think about your own self. Not that I'm ever going to be some of the goofiness. Because some yeah. of it is silly. Yeah, it's just pure. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah, you can't entertain that. No. Silliness. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go that direction. But on the other hand, to be that compassionate person, to be concerned about the things that I see, to pick up on that. Yeah, I mean, I think there are definitely lots of areas for every one of us as Christians to work on, yeah. and that's part of what Christianity is. And, and then, so then really you establish life. new patterns. Yep, new life, new patterns. And, and I, you know, something for me, I've always been like a really, really direct person. Like, man, I we lived in Jersey. People are horrified by like 
just Jersey people, they're like, they're so mean. I can remember, especially if they came from the South, like the bless her heart mentality and, and, and the people who came from Jersey, Ohio, I felt like it wasn't a real big transition. We're kind of mid range here with, with saying it like it is. Well, trust me, it's um, nothing like the Philadelphia area. Nothing. Oh yeah. No, I mean, right. it's just like you, you try to order a cheesesteak and, and you're going to get, you know, just told how, how dumb right. you are and ignorant you are because you right. want something on it that they don't carry. They only right. have cheese whiz or whatever. But um, it, it was like really, really hard for them. And I kind of grew up with that kind of direct mentality. And I kind of had that attitude. I can remember as a teenager and a young adult, like this is just who I am. Like God right. created me. And it's like, then you get in God's word and it's like, you know, you're supposed to be compassionate and you're supposed right. to be kind. And, and you're only supposed to use words that encourage, you know, and exhort. And you're supposed to build each other up and not tear each other down. And, and I kind of had to like, come face to face with like, God didn't put that in me. Right. You know, he, these are aspects of me being a leader, me being able to talk, me being able to call someone out, um, and be truthful and speak in truth. Like these are things God put in me. Um, the world kind of amplified those bad parts. And so it's a process, you know, right. we're all created very differently. Um, and this process of becoming an, of being a new creation, you know, it takes time. Like we're instantly saved, you know, we right. know that, but, but this process, you know, even like Paul's fighting the good fight, you know, to the end, you know, we're, we're being transformed right. daily. We're growing closer to him. We're getting in his word. Right. Um, and, and some of those things are revealing, like, I'm not the same person I was in my twenties. Right. Like when people are like, you're so kind. I was like, that is not, I feel like something someone would have said to me. Yeah, when I was no. a teenager, you know, but right. now I am because the Lord is kind and, right. and I'm growing and I'm modeling my life after him. Right. So it makes a difference. You well, know, you change justified through Christ. That yeah. means you're declared righteous. The Christianity is then living out that righteousness. Yeah. But Philadelphia, one thing I, I noticed about Philadelphia several years ago when I went back to return is how at home I felt there. Yeah. Because I can't, I didn't come from Philly. I came from Eastern Pennsylvania, yeah. but there's just a mentality out there that I relate to. And it's like, yeah. I'm not going to look at you and you're not going to look at me and we're going to mind our own business and do our own thing. And they're real blunt and straightforward. That's and they why drive you're surprised like when people's feelings predators. get hurt on social media. Yeah, cause... right. It's like predators. Yeah. You drive like predator become prey. I mean, that's yeah. just how it was. Mm -hmm. And so then I came out here. I remember that when I came out here to candidate as a pastor and, and probably, honestly, it's probably the only time it's ever happened to me in all of Ohio. It just so happens the first day that I'm here, I'm in a gas pump. Someone goes, hi, how are you? And I thought to myself instantly, why are you talking to me? <laughs> because I came from that area yeah. and I just didn't understand, like, why are you talking to me? Like, I don't even get that yeah. because that's not how it was where we came from. Like, you don't talk to people at the gas pump. Yeah, it didn't yeah. offend me or anything like that. I just thought it was curious. It was just to me, it was it was as interesting as seeing gas wells all over the place, yeah. which they don't have back east. Like that was culture shock. Yeah. Golden Dawn, which isn't here anymore, was culture shock. Oh, Anyone who hears this podcast ever been in Golden Dawn at Jefferson <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking about. But no, I, I got used to it. And I love, like, I totally love Ohio. I totally yeah. love Ashtabula County. I mean, I love these people, man. This is the greatest yeah. group of people on the planet as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I yeah, so. I know. I came I from so. out of the East. Yeah. But I, I think we've been everywhere and we came back. Yeah, like, right. People are right. like, why did you come back? It's like, we missed it. We've, we've lived kind of everywhere. Right. Um, and it's yeah, fantastic. I feel like this is a nice mid-range. Like, I, I do. I feel like I was, I was kind of like a, why are you talking to me when we were in the South? Georgia was like rough for me because right. I'm like, I don't need a stranger's opinion as to why I should buy this shirt in Walmart. Right. You know, I, like, but they'll give it to you. Right. Um, and so I was always very, very confused. Right. Um, but yeah, this is, this is home for us. It is. And it's a, it's a great place. And I find though, the one thing that really fascinated me when I came out to Ohio, I had, for some reason, whatever dairy farm values were, which I don't even know, I just thought this place was going to be full of dairy farms and farmland 
and it was going to be this like well-behaved area. <laughs> and then I came here about a year, within a year, the first year, I'm like, man, this place is dark. This is not a yeah. Bible belt. This is not like Indiana. No. This is nothing. No, I think like that's why it. I wasn't in shock when I went to Jersey. Right. Um, and, and I guess I never realized that. Cause I, I mean, I grew up in church. And so a lot of the people that I was around growing up were Christians. Right. Um, but like, no, in my school and stuff, I would say, yeah, there was a lot of darkness. And so when we went to Jersey, I had a friend from Georgia who was like, let me tell you what, like the devil is running rampant here. This is a dark place. Right. Um, and I can remember being like, no, another day. Another, another day. day where I came another from. day. I mean, I agree, but but that's where you need to be. I would rather personally. I'd rather be in a place where there's more need than to be in oh, a place absolutely. where every single person that Jesus you meet can tell you every book in the Bible. I'd rather yep. be somewhere that's not that. And yep. and Ashtabula County has been a great place. But when you think about the the things of life that to me, I wrote down some things. It says that we've been crucified with Christ, so we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so you look at, well, how do we live? We live by faith in the Son of God. And it's no longer us who live, it's Christ who lives in us. And that's what gives us the real strength. Yeah. And so I thought about, you know, well, what is the new life? And I, these are some of the things that I had written down ahead of the show, just ethics, morals, language, love, patience, strength. All those things are things that I've seen and noted that, I mean, if you ask me, like, where did it affect me? it definitely affected me and the stuff that came out of my mouth oh, that affected yeah. me and it still needs to affect me more even still, because I mean, I am a super, I have no problem saying stuff. Like yeah, I just like don't have an issue yeah. saying stuff. So that's not a good thing. It's not yeah. a great thing. It can be good, but I mean, it can be bad too. So, I mean, these are all things where Christianity, where God's just constantly refining, constantly refining, constantly challenging me on stuff. And I love that part of Christianity where there's a constant challenge and Hey, you know, you work on this or you need to work on this because to be honest with you, man, when I die, I want to be the best husband I can be. I want to be the best dad that I can be. I want to be the best pastor I can be. I want to be the best friend that I can be, the best human that I can be. You understand? And all those things are others focused, you know, which is, which is a sign of, of someone who, who's following Jesus. Cause that's what, that's where he would have been. He would have been where the need was. He, you know, on, on the cross, which, you know, we, we talked about, you know, he's concerned with, with God forgiving others because they didn't know what they did. He's concerned with John taking his mother into his household. You know, he's, he's taking care of, of the people, you know, that's where his heart is. And that's where our heart should be. Um, I love the worship song, Hosanna, break my heart for what breaks yours. Because I feel like, like so many of these things, you know, yeah, no, like how I tell people like it is, is a little bit different than it used to be because it's like, oh, I wouldn't want someone to say that to me, you know, like, and when someone's speaking ill about another person, you know, and it just kind of, it grieves your heart differently. Like gossip hurts like my spirit now in a way that it used to not, you know, you're like, like the whole spill the tea. Hey, hey, girlfriend, spill the tea. And it's like, if the tea is something bad and hurtful about somebody else, you know, it it should grieve us like that, that sin and that hurt, especially when it's, it's hurting somebody else. Like there should be this change in us, you know, you know, when you talk ethics, business ethics, all of this stuff, it's about caring for people the way they should be cared for. But don't you think that you get to a point in life as you mature that you've heard enough? Honestly, there was a point in ministry when I came in, like you first start and someone's like, I don't know if I should tell you. No, go ahead. It wasn't too long down the road. People were like, I don't know if I should tell you. I'd be like, that's okay. I don't need to hear it. I don't it. need no, to hear I'm 100%. it. I really don't need to hear it. No, I worked in ministry. I, I, one of my favorite quotes from someone, um, one of my chaplains 
told me years ago, like, it's none of my business what people say behind my back. And I'm like 100% like a weight lifted off me. The minute I took on that attitude, I'm like, I I don't need to know because that's something in them. You know, if it's actually something like if you're coming to me to tell me you said something that offended someone. And I mean, more than likely, we're both talkers. I had no clue. You know, like, so, so anybody watching, if I've ever, just tell me, cause I probably have no clue right. that what I, I do want to know that. Like, I absolutely do want to address right. that, make it right, you know, and, and heal wounds. But if it's just something someone doesn't like about something in me, I don't, I don't, no, need, to I don't, I don't, I don't need to know. No, I don't, I'm with you. I yeah. mean, you couldn't possibly care yeah. about everything people said and be effective no. at what you do. I mean, you, I don't care any leader anywhere can't worry. No, And it will take from what about you that. think about what God thinks about you. I mean, there's no way around it. You're devoting that much attention right. to what people care about. You're it's taken away from you being concerned right. about what God cares about. Which but is I'm talking important. about darkness. Like I'm yeah. talking about nothing to do with me. I mean, it's just yeah. stories of what they happen. Oh, yeah. It's things of, darkness what people have done i just had this conversation the other day and maybe this would be a good thing for people to hear what happens behind closed doors should not be spoken of and we were talking in that case about how far somebody confesses something that went on and the debate was what what is going to be harmful what is going to be profitable yes if you've done something wrong confess that to the people that you wrong to confess it to a bunch of people that you have not in fact wrong and put that idea in their head that oh wow he did that or she did that maybe i'll do that i think at some point it becomes unwise and it becomes fodder for the devil to get there and work in somebody else's thoughts and i love how it says that in the bible do not talk about what goes on behind closed doors, leave it there. So when people would come to Tim later on, there was so much darkness that I was like, yeah, I don't need to hear it because I think you've heard enough, you know, going back to that gossip thing, going back to that, I want to hear about the junk going on. No, I don't want to hear. I don't need to hear why my, my little bank is full. Like I don't need to hear one more sordid story. I will hear them to help people. Obviously I'm not saying that, but I'm saying some random thing. No, I'm don't, I don't have a hunger for it. I don't have a thirst for it. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to know. Uh, because again, you hear enough. The old is dead. The new is, you know, and so like that, that's not a part of our new life. Even if someone else is walking in that, that's, that's, we left that stuff behind. Right, but I we help that you. Stuff behind. We're looking forward, right. you know, Agreed. fighting the good fight, pressing forward Agreed. in it. We don't need to, you know, just sit in the waste and, and keep splashing the dung no, on I, ourselves. No, I, I would agree you know? 100%. Yeah. You've got to at some Shake point. Shake off those chains and move run on. forward, I've yeah. told people that before. It's just, there comes a point, I understand you're upset, you got to stop talking about it. Yeah. Like you got to stop bringing this up. Like this is something that happened years ago. Why are we talking about this? Like yeah, this you had is Sherry on a while back. She's life coach. And I spent, um, I have my bachelor's in Christian counseling and spent years studying counseling and then um, took like a couple life coaching courses just because I needed extra credits. Right. And I was like, man, this is where it's at. I was like right. so mad. I spent all these years talking about, you know, and it's not to say we don't need to address the hurt in our past, but you know, really scripturally, I think, you know, it's like shake off these chains, press forward. Like we are new creation in right. God. Like we don't need to sit back, staring back at all that brokenness, you know, with God, all things are possible. We can, right. o- we are overcomers. Um, and, and so living in that victory, you know, you, we just celebrating Easter and right. living in that victory and walking out from that service, knowing the worst thing this world has to offer is death. That right. cross was horrific. And Jesus overcame that. Why right. are we dwelling? Right. 
on this negativity and on all this pain and on all this right. sin. Like it's just dragging us down. Part of a new life. Yep. Part of a new life is overcoming the past. Part of a new Absolutely. life is walking away. And I think part of a new life as we've been talking about today is just being honest with ourselves and saying, yeah, there's some other things that I got to work on. And that's yeah. always going to be true. It's always going to be true. There's certain patterns as we talked about at the open, as we close this off is there are patterns and part of Christianity is establishing good Christ-like yeah, patterns. Absolutely. Once they're established, oftentimes that's how we roll. Then we're going to work on another pattern and get that established. And that's going to become how we roll. Yep. And I admire the people who are great at doing what I would like to do better. Yeah. I admire them. And that gives me encouragement to say, you can do better. Yep, and absolutely. you need to do better in whatever it is. So you have, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Right, the old is gone. The new is here. We hope you have a great and a blessed week. We're happy that you tuned into the show. Feel, feel free to share it. Feel free to subscribe to the Eagle Bowl Bible Church YouTube page. If you haven't already, uh, you can also share that link on your social media. We appreciate all these things. You guys have an awesome, awesome, awesome week.